This is Help Wanted, the show that makes your work work for you. I'm Jason Pfeiffer, Editor-in-Chief of Entrepreneur Magazine. And I'm money expert Nicole Lappin. On Tuesdays, Jason and I answer the helpline and help callers solve their work problems. And on Thursdays, I give you one way to improve your work and build a career or company you love. And it starts now. You're working on something. I know you are. It's why you listen to this podcast, right? But it's not going as planned. Maybe it's taking longer than you'd hoped, or it's harder than you expected, or more complicated or more frustrating. Anyway, you feel like you are doing something wrong. But what if you're doing it exactly right? Today, I'm going to give you a new way to think about progress and the motivation to keep going. And I'll start with a very personal example from this summer with me. So I, in July, went to Boulder, Colorado for a month with my family. It's a thing that we do. And going into that month, I made a commitment to myself, which was that I was going to deprioritize work. Why? Because Boulder has things that I want to enjoy, like the outdoors and family and friends that I don't see often enough. We know a lot of people there. And I wanted to take advantage of that, which meant morning hikes and afternoon coffees that cut into my work hours. But of course, work didn't stop, didn't disappear just because I deprioritized it. I I was just cramming it into fewer hours. And this meant endlessly switching between two modes. I would spend part of my day relaxing and enjoying and part of the day frantically catching up. And uh, it was making me crazy. So that's exactly what I told my friend Catherine Morgan Schaffler, who is a psychotherapist and author of an incredible book about perfectionism called The Perfectionist's Guide to Losing Control. I've mentioned her on the show before. Anyway, I said to her, it's making me crazy. This whole thing, trying to jam all this stuff in, trying to bounce between being incredibly busy and also being relaxed and focused. And her response to that changed how I approached the rest of the trip. So I wrote it down. I'm going to read it to you. Here's what she said. She told me, I think it's awesome that you're making a concerted effort to make memories that don't have to do with work. And so you're not striking a balance perfectly at the bullseye. You're not at equilibrium every time or any of the time. It's like, who cares? You have so many memories already, and that is a wonderful thing. The kind of thing that you can underestimate in the moment it's happening. It's hard to juggle everything you're doing, she continued. But I'll tell you what's not hard, and that's to go a whole month without doing any of it, without ever taking a bike ride or having a conversation with your friends. Okay, so that's what Catherine told me. And you know what? I got to say, it helped me relax because I realized the point isn't to do something perfectly. The point is to do it. That means the accomplishment actually begins the moment you say yes. Let's play a quick game here to appreciate the power of the word yes. I'm going to ask you to do two things. First of all, quick, congratulate yourself on a recent accomplishment. Do you even have one in mind? (laughs) I I don't, uh, because accomplishments are big things to me and they don't happen daily. Instead, I'm now thinking about all the stuff I want to accomplish but haven't yet. All right. Now, here's the second thing. I want you to think about. Quick, congratulate yourself on saying yes to something. Is this easier? It certainly is for me as I think about my time in Boulder. I mean, just even one of the last days that I was there, even though I had a whole lot of work, I said yes to a 10 a.m. hike with friends. And I have to say, 
It was very nice. It was a great time. So in thinking back to these two things that I just asked you to do, to congratulate yourself on an accomplishment and then congratulate yourself on just saying yes to something, well, the yes is much easier, obviously, because, well, we say yes to more things than we might consider ourselves having accomplished things. There's more to choose from. And also, you know, it's just easier to embrace thinking of yes as a thing that you did because it's not tied to any outcome. Yes is only tied to effort. And we don't give ourselves enough credit for effort. You know, in fact, culturally, we even demonize celebrating effort. Think about all the people who trash participation trophies because they think it teaches kids that winning doesn't matter. By the way, fun fact, that is just stupid. Participation trophies were created in the 1920s in response to the cultural exhaustion of World War I, and they were considered a good thing for kids up until the 1990s. <laughs> I did a lot of reporting on this. It's true. So, all right, what if we just treated yes differently? What if saying yes is more than just a casual thing we did? What if it's actually something to celebrate, not just in my little exercise a moment ago, but, you know, all the time? Actually, let's do that right now, right now. If work or life is making you feel a little crazy, then try this. List out five things that you said yes to recently. Really, list them out. Grab a piece of paper, hit pause on this podcast for a second. Just list out five things. What is worth celebrating? What is a yes that's worth celebrating? Well, here is the sole qualification I'm going to give you. This is it. This is the bar. You had to consider your answer, however briefly. <laughs> Somebody asked you to do something or you saw some opportunity. You had to take a second and just be like, mm, is this a good idea? I mean, maybe you thought, I don't have the time or I don't have the energy or I'm not sure I like that or uh, that sounds risky or uh, that sounds uncomfortable or uh, that's kind of weird. All right. But you said yes anyway. Great. Goes on the list. Here, for example, is my list from Boulder. I said yes to that hike that I told you about, even though I'd have less time for work. I said yes to lunch with a former boss turned friend who lives an hour away from where I was in Boulder. Again, less time for work. I said yes to a unusual speaking engagement, which pays below my usual rate, but it sounded fun. So whatever. I said yes. I said yes to exploring a new business idea with a friend, even though I do not have the bandwidth for that, but I want to make it work. So yes. And I said yes to a big editing project, which uh, I don't know. I, I didn't want to do it because it sounded tedious, but I know the result's going to be great. So again, yes. Some of these yeses will advance my work. Some just restore my energy, which will be useful when I try to tackle work projects later. Either way, now I and you, by going through this process, have a lot of yeses to feel good about. And we have a habit to more consciously carry forward, which is to celebrate yes. I mean, we could have said no. Other people have said no, but we chose progress. We chose yes. Now, please keep saying yes. What I said in this podcast, this does not come naturally to me. Believe me, I grew up as more of a no kid. I was the kind of person who defined himself by what he wouldn't do or who he wouldn't hang out with. You know, it's like those kids, screw them. That music, hate it. That party, pfft, never. But in college, I read an essay by the writer Dave Eggers that changed my perspective, which is why I then drove three hours to see him speak. And at the time, around the year 2000, Eggers was going from indie darling to very famous writer guy. 
he had written a book and it blew up and he was doing all sorts of stuff. And some people accused him of selling out, which is a concept that actually kind of barely makes sense today. But back then it was a grave insult. It meant abandoning your credibility for money. And his response to this was powerful. I'm struggling right now not to actually just read you his entire essay because it is so amazing. You should just go find it yourself. You could just Google Dave Eggers sellout. You'll find it. But here's just a bit. Here's just a bit of what he said that really hit me. This is Dave. He writes, the thing is, I really like saying yes. I like new things, projects, plans, getting people together and doing something, trying something, even when it's corny or stupid. I am not good at saying no. And I do not get along with people who say no. When you die, and it really could be this afternoon, under the same bus wheels, I'll stick my head if need be, you will not be happy about having said no. You will be kicking your ass about all the no's you've said. No to that opportunity, or no to that trip to Nova Scotia, or no to that night out, or no to that project, or no to that person who wants to be naked with you, but you worry about what your friends will say. No is for wimps. No is for pussies. No is to live small and embittered, cherishing the opportunities you missed because they might have sent the wrong message. And then a little later, Dave also wrote, what matters is that you do good work. What matters is that you produce things that are true and will stand. That, dear listener, right now, that is what you are working to do. And yeah, sure, it's not easy. It's slow going. It'll make you crazy. That's why we're having this conversation right now. But you're on that path because at some point you said yes to something and that led to another yes and then another. And now you're saying yes more, again, often, as often as you can, even though it doesn't turn out perfectly. Yes got you here and it'll get you there. That's worth celebrating, isn't it? Even in all its messiness and imperfection? Yes, it is. And that, by the way, was a message that originated in my newsletter, which is called One Thing Better. It's kind of like a companion newsletter to Help Wanted here. You can find it at onethingbetter.email. That is a web address, one O-N-E, onethingbetter.email. Each week, I send out one way to do your work better. Now, go say yes to something and then celebrate yourself for it. Help Wanted is a production of Money News Network. Help Wanted is hosted by me, Jason Pfeiffer. And me, Nicole Lappin. Our executive producer is Morgan Lavoie. If you want some help, email our helpline at helpwanted at moneynewsnetwork.com for the chance to have some of your questions answered on the show. And follow us on Instagram at Money News and TikTok at Money News Network for exclusive content and to see our beautiful faces. Maybe a little dance? Oh, I didn't sign up for that. All right. Well, talk to you soon.